Welcome back to Medrash Umaisa, sharing a story for this week's Parsha, Parsha's Bow. After World War II, at the very end of World War II, a very special yeshiva started up in France. Yeshiva Chachmei Tzorfat in the town of Aix-les-Bains. Yeshiva still exists today, 75 years later, I believe. Um, there were some very special Rabbonim who started it, and they had a very special Rosh Yeshiva of Chaim Yitzchak Chaikin, who was a Talmud of the Chofetz Chaim. And it was primarily set up for refugees from the war, many of them orphans. Among the Rebbeim who came to take part in that yeshiva was the great gun Rav Mordechai Pogromansky Zatzal, Rav Motel Pogromansky as he was known. He was a gun in all areas of Torah, a great tzaddik. He had uh, done much helping people in the suffering of the Kovna ghetto. And when he came to the yeshiva, at the same time, a boy came to the yeshiva from Morocco. This was the first boy from North Africa, from Morocco, who came to join the Ex-Liban Yeshiva. Um, his name was Aaron Montenegro. And uh, he noticed this, how special Rav Mordechai was. And Rav Mordechai noticed something very special about him. Aaron said that after davening, he noticed Rav Mordechai looking at him and looking at his tefillin. He thought that perhaps uh, Rav Motel noticed how beautifully square his tefillin were, what's called the ribua. There's an art to getting the tefillin to be nicely square. And Rav Motel approached him after davening, and he said, tell me, right, he spoke with him in Hebrew, even though he spoke with most of the other students in Yiddish. He said, tell me, where are these tefillin from? So Aaron told him, my father bought them for me in Paris, and the parshios were written by Rabbi Yaakov Chaim Sofer in Rishalayim, the Kafa Chaim, the author of the Kafa Chaim. Rav Motel asked if he could please be able to put on those tefillin, and he asked for him to give them to him every day after davening so that he could put on those tefillin as well. In this week's parsha, we have the lesson of tefillin, the mitzvah of tefillin, and obviously Rav Motel sensed how special these tefillin were, but I'd like to focus on a few different lessons from this. Number one is the understanding, sometimes people are too divided in terms of what comes from a Sephardi world or an Ashkenazi world. Sephardi children are written in a different ksav, but Rav Motel knew to appreciate and desire the Kedusha that was there. People that know told me that the Kafachaim was known for being a master of the Kavanot, of the particular intentions that are meant to be had spiritually when writing the Parshas of Tefillin. It makes sense that a tzaddik like that sense that, not only the ribua. Another aspect that's very important is that this young man was the first Talmud who came over from Morocco. That must have been very difficult to leave your family, to come to a place where you were the only boy from North Africa. Rav Motel gave him this tremendous yachas, this tremendous attention, and valued his tefillin, his family heritage. The relationship went on so that Aaron really was the shamish. He was Meshamish of Motel there at that time and gained a lot from him. That boy, Aaron Montenegro, went on to learn many years in that yeshiva and others and then to become the chief rabbi of Morocco. I believe that that was also part of what the Gon of Mordechai Pogromansky was doing. Tefillin are on our head, 
and tefillin are also on our arm, as we say in the tefillah before, and keneged alev, opposite and corresponding to our heart. A great Godel and Am Yisrael always combines the two, head and heart. This small vignette, I think, portrays that aspect of Rav Matul Pogromansky, and to see the effect that it had in producing a very great Talmud Chacham, who had a tremendous influence on young people from Morocco and beyond for many, many years to come. Have a wonderful Shabbos, Koltuv, and Besaras Tovas to everyone. Thank you.